Hey everybody, welcome back to Chris and Harry Unplugged. Uh, I'm Harry, that's Chris. Episode 6, my man, wow. Wow, it's um, flying, it's flying. It, it's flying by, we're having a good time, you know. Um, thank you guys so much for being back with us today. Uh, we have a really jam-packed episode. We're going to talk about a crucial vote coming up in Ohio. Chris has a story from Atlanta, our credit rating. And of course, the new Trump indictment, the ladies and Trump gentlemen. Indictment. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, so, I'll go ahead and address the elephant in the room if you're watching on YouTube. Guys, it's podcast rain or shine. So I'm actually in the great state of Ohio right now. Um, if for people who don't know, both my my both sides of my family are from Ohio. My parents met in like the fifth grade. Isn't that like a little wow? Little, I didn't little, know that. Yeah, a little sweetheart story. Mm. Um, and I have not seen my grandparents in a long time, and they're getting uh, significantly older. I will say. So I really needed to make this trip. Um, but it's podcast rain or shine. So as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, like this is not ideal. But I'm here. I'm trying my best. But he's best. doing it. I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, he's doing it. That That is what we call commitment, ladies and gentlemen. I'm really trying. I, I really am. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm trying. Now, before we jump into the stories today, I have just two things uh, I want to say to the viewers, as I did last week. Um, first and foremost, last week, Chris and I talked about how the podcast has now been listened to uh, in 49 out of 50 states, um, not including D.C., of course. D.C. as well. Is, it's been listened to in Puerto Rico and um, all these cool places. But now I can officially confirm we have a listener in Alaska making it all 50 states. Yo, shout out to the person in Alaska. Dude, that's so like crazy to think about. It's literally yeah. insane. And, so. and I was checking and we're in every continent except Antarctica. Wow. Every continent. Isn't that, that's cool. Yeah, dude. Thank you guys so much. Seriously, that's, that's wild. We're going to continue to try to get better and, and try to improve. Um, I've been talking to Harry a lot behind the scenes about new ideas and hopefully we'll be able to moving forward include some like smaller stories that aren't on the news do some different mixes of some fun things and we're really trying to get better and next week guaranteed i'll, I'll put i'll put everything on it we'll have webcams next week we will god have damn very nice webcams next week so this whole experience will be significantly better for you guys to watch on youtube god damn well listen that's the, you heard it here first folks and wow the last thing i want to say is you know what um, I was looking at all this, this political news and the you know, Trump indictment and everything. And man, you know what? I just want to say thank you to the viewers and the people because, man, it's so draining. It's so tiring. It's so depressing. And I got to say, you know, whether you're Gen Z, whether you're older than us, um, you know, I appreciate you guys staying in the game with us and fighting every day. And, you know, no matter how bad the news is, you get up, uh, you keep yourself informed and you do your part, which I really appreciate. Right. I just want to say that, you know? Yeah, dude, very powerful. I agree 100%. Everyone's voice matters. And um, it, a lot of people don't even pay attention because it's so draining. And I completely understand. But to those of you who are listening to this right now, maybe in the car, trying to stay informed, like props to you. Yeah, seriously. Shout out to you guys. So anyway, aside from that, we're going to jump into today's topics. Um, we have... Two little quick topics that we've each individually brought, um, and then we have you know a bigger topic with the credit rating, and then of course we are going to dive into the Trump indictment deeply, not surface level stuff, deeply. So first and foremost, um, my 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 thing is super quick, um, and I just wanted to talk about this quick uh, you know election that's happening in Ohio on Tuesday, the state that you are in. Well, that's actually crazy. I'll be here. On, well, I'll be leaving on Tuesday, but yeah, okay. Yeah, gotta, I gotta state you're the, in. I, I got to tell the folks to vote. Except my folks here are pretty, pretty MAGA. Uh, <laughs> yeah, although, uh, although, uh. although they, although they, although they, they're very proud of me and they support what I do, sort of. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's so, family, man. But um, anyway, continue, sir. Anyway, so um, there's a new issue coming up in Ohio. A new vote on Tuesday, which is on issue one. Um, so originally Ohio has this this law as 17 other states do where you can propose a constitutional amendment and have the people vote on it and all you need to do is get signatures from 44 out of the 88 districts in Ohio uh, plus uh, it has to pass with a simple majority so over 50% right makes sense sounds sounds uh, democratic um, and so voters were planning on using this uh, ability to alter the, the state constitution to vote on their abortion rights this fall. The people in Ohio want to vote on their reproductive freedom. Sounds good, right? So what do Republicans do? They know that Americans are pro-choice. So what do they do? They're trying to change the rules. They're trying to make it harder for this vote to even happen in the first place. So this Tuesday, uh, people in Ohio will be voting on uh, an amendment or a proposal from the Republicans to make it so that you actually need 60% of the vote to pass. 
and you need signatures in at least 5% of voters in the 88 out of 88 counties in Ohio. So pretty shitty stuff yeah, is going great. on. Right, exactly. And I've seen yeah. some of the ads um, oh. circulating from Republicans about this issue. So, yeah, if you're in the great state of Ohio, um, in Cincinnati right now myself, um, go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Do your part. Yeah, this is this is Go vote, yeah. Stuff. Go vote no on issue one. That's what it no is. It's issue on one. Issue one. Yeah, we do. No on issue we one. We need to do some some social media work around that. Oh, I posted about it today. Really? It. Yeah, yeah on TikTok. I need, I need to post time about work. it. I feel like not enough people are talking about that. Yeah, it's really it's a really big story. It's like, and it really um, is anti-democratic. I mean, they they know they're going to lose in a simple majority election on reproductive rights, so they change the rules. I, I mean, mean, come that, on. I mean, that's that's yeah, that's what Republicans do. We're just going to change <laughs> Trump's whole plan in twenty twenty four if he gets back in is to expand the executive branch and expand expand presidential power. We're just going to like, you know, this isn't really working for us. So we're just going to kind of. <laughs> we want limited government, but we're just we're going to expand it. We're going to change all the rules. Just shh, 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 shh. Just, 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 just be quiet. Just keep it right. on the low. Just, just say. be quiet. It's trust so me, that's it. It's the deep state. <laughs> it's, it. it's a deep state. That's it. I just want to make a quick PSA to everybody. If you have friends, family, loved ones, or you yourself live in the great state of Ohio, go do your part. Um, and I thank you for getting involved. All right. That's it. Yeah. That's nice. all on that. I like that. We got to do a better push. Hopefully, we'll see what happens Tuesday. We can talk about it next week. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so yeah, the the small thing I want to talk about because I think some of these episodes, you know, right now, guys, it's it's so uh, Trump indictment heavy. Um, I mean, everybody's talking about the Trump indictment, right? This is this is groundbreaking stuff. It's kind of hard for us to just act like it's not happening. Um, but moving forward, I think there's some discussion about trying to add, you know, because everyone's talking about the Trump indictment. Um, we got to add, you know, our own banter to it and also our own smaller stories that maybe aren't talked about enough this is my first attempt at this because no one's talking about this the atlanta mayor so i'm i'm from atlanta i live in atlanta um the atlanta mayor signed an executive order to allocate four million dollars of city funds to for a quote rapid uh rapid homelessness initiative like a rapid housing initiative and basically from the state they're buying, and some are being donated, but they're buying shipping containers, and they're stacking them on top of each other, and like as fat, like this is, it's rapid, so it's supposed to be very fast. They're going to make it all affordable housing, and they already have the spaces in the city where it's going, like it's already set. And with some of that money, they're taking some of the, there's spaces downtown that are like buildings that are run down or abandoned, and several of those are old hospitals. They're going to renovate the hospitals floors like gut it completely and renovate it as fast as they can all affordable housing their goal as fast as they can is to create 20,000 units holy shit of affordable housing and if you get uh, into one of these affordable housing units it's like part of a program so included in that you also get uh free um help with either uh mental health or substance abuse or both um and you also get through the city employment opportunities and they will help you get required like documentation because a lot of people don't have IDs or the necessary things to find permanent housing. So um, they'll help you get your IDs through the or your documents through the city, and then they'll help you find permanent housing. And like a lot of people, if you're like in the kind of Fox News, like this this story hasn't been talked about at all except locally. That's why I picked it up. But if you're in if you're in um, you know if you listen to Fox News, you think that. Sorry, I'm too close to the mic. Guys, I, if you're on audio right now, I'm like, I don't have a place to, to set up the mic, so I actually have to hold it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm trying my best. Um, but if you're on Fox News, like a lot of these, you think that the blue cities are just like mayhem and homelessness is rampant and no one's doing anything. Um, but Andre Dickens is our mayor and he's fantastic. Um, and I think this is like a, this is a really big deal that people aren't talking about. I mean, a lot of these blue cities put in a lot of this work and obviously like yeah homelessness and crime are are worse in bigger urban in bigger cities but we all know that's because you know atlanta it, alone in that inside the perimeter which is i bet inside the perimeter from length to length is like 15 or 20 miles maybe wow there's maybe probably there's there's i mean there's 600 500 700 000, something in there people living in that like 15 mile radius, I mean, it's dense as shit. So obviously yeah. there's going to be more homelessness, more crime. It's just more people. Um, but these blue cities actually do care about people. Andre Dickens cares. Um, and it's not just rampant 
hell where everyone gets to do what they want. I mean, Atlanta is such a fantastic city. I'd say the same for San Francisco. And yeah, I just want to shout that out because I, I thought it was really cool and no one was really talking about it. It was an impressive, impressive initiative. Yeah, dude, that is actually awesome. I mean, that is such a great yeah. idea. No, it's and, great. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, what a, what a terrific way to use uh, even, I mean, I've seen a lot of like, you know, I think this is kind of more of a modern thing, but these shipping containers being turned into like really nice living places. Like it's not, you know, people think shipping container, they think, oh, it's going to be gross. But no, there's actually ways to make them really nice. And, um, and um, you know, people who may not have a house right now, it's actually great to put them in there and actually give them a place to live. I think that's a really great idea. And the hospitals thing as well and the treatment. I mean, that's what so many homeless people in America struggle with. People think that, oh, they're just, you know, at least, well, Republicans, a lot of the Republicans think, oh, they're just not pulling themselves up by their bootstraps and they're lazy and they're this. And it's like, no, a lot of them actually struggle with issues that they just can't get help with. Right. And even regardless of, you know, the fact that I think Biden has done incredible work economically, um, there's still a lot of key things happening where, you know, that cost of living is very high. Um, Some some things that may be outside of his control are still happening that need to be worked on, um, especially going back to the COVID pandemic. You know, people, people are struggling. Rent is high, especially in these big cities. And, uh, you know, the car market, it's still very hard to, I think, uh, we found out this weekend that it is the most unaffordable time ever to buy a new car. The average price of a new car, $46,000 right now, which is insane right now. Obviously, you know, Republicans will look at some of those stats and say Bidenomics, but what the hell is Biden going to do about the, you know, you know what I mean? So Biden has done fantastic work on the economy, but there's still things outside of his control that people are struggling with. And I think, you know, some of these local governments can take over and help that. Uh, His, one of his exact quotes about this two days, three days ago was any one of us are just one bad day away from finding ourselves needing a hand up to get back on our feet, working with our partners and city council and using a little innovation. We will swiftly deploy these resources to give folks the support they need and deserve. So shout out Andre Dickens, Atlanta. That's awesome. Shout out Atlanta. Shout out the mayor shout of Atlanta, Andre Dickens, the peach, man. The wow. Peach state. Yeah, we're going blue in 2024, buddy. I hope you know. I, I hope, bro. I hope. I know you're going to put I, in the work to make no, it happen. It, it's not I hope. It's I know. He knows. Listen to you heard it here first, folks. He said yeah, heard it. it on record. I said it. I said it on record. Atlanta. Beautiful. Oh, sorry. Georgia will go blue in 2024. <laughs> I love it, man. I, know, I love I know. it. Great. Good shit. All right. So should we get to the... Oh, wait. Well, we're going to talk about the credit rating. We can do the credit rating if you like. Or, or do you want to do the... No. I mean, the we can, I mean, the, the indictment's going to be long. Let's go credit rating and then we'll go... Well, Trump I think indictment. this one's also kind of quick if you haven't heard. So from... Well, this one I'm actually less knowledgeable about. So I guess... The U.S. from, but who they lose it from? Was it Fit Fitch? Fit Finch? Yes. But that's the problem. Is see, maybe I'm just too not educated enough to talk about this issue. No, I mean it's like uh, no, it's it's Fitch ratings. Um, they downloaded it, it, our, our. It's it's ratings. They say what type of ratings? I say so many ratings. <laughs> so, so 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 many ratings. Yeah, so many ratings. <laughs> so many ratings. No, it's um, it's um. It's the S and P. I think that's that's the rating. That's the it's the the S and P. Um, and we were downgraded from A triple A to A plus. A A plus. A, oh, sorry. What did I say? Sorry. A plus. It was triple yeah, A, a to A plus. But regardless, triple this a is a just all you need to know is this is essentially the U.S.'s um, credit worthiness because obviously everyone relies on the U.S. dollar and everybody sees the U.S. dollar as the most secure currency because the U.S. government is known for you know, paying back its its dues. And so um, we were we were downgraded for the first time in however many decades um, because there's some rumblings that the U.S. government may not be a secure place to borrow from, which would be a, a big deal. But the reasons they cite in this um, reasoning, which Janet Yellen disagreed with, was, you know, one of their main reasons was the holdup on the debt ceiling negotiation, which we've talked about and can probably agree that Republic, Republicans held it hostage to, um, to, to, you know, held an issue hostage that they shouldn't have held hostage. But the main issue, or not the main issue, the other issue that I thought was more important than that was they cited uh, government instability and, you know, our changes in our government that appear unstable from the outside, specifically citing January 6th. So I sent out a tweet that got some people upset, but it's just the truth. You know, people are saying, you know, oh, look at Biden's Biden's America. They're they're we're we're no longer credit worthy. I said, no. When you <laughs> when you raid the Capitol because you think the election was stolen, 
and the guy that you want to be president is about to go to federal prison, that does not instill confidence <laughs> in the global system, you know, from the people outside who are like, hmm, I wonder if I should borrow oh, against man. the U.S. dollar. They're like, their buddy is like, well, hey, man, I saw on the news, they're literally beating police officers to death to get into the Capitol to stop the certification of an election. Like, I don't care if you like Trump. Think about that for a second. From the outside looking in, they're like, holy shit, it's falling apart. And again, you have no evidence that the election was stolen. So I'm I'm going credit rating was downgraded because because of the MAGA movement. I mean, that, that's yeah. creating a significant instability. And I understand. So that's kind of all. No, I, I mean, let's be clear here. I mean, like on the on the credit rating, they listed, um, you know, that the, the debt ceiling negotiations were, as you said, the key thing. But they also listed things like January 6th. And the fact of the matter is, it, I, I don't think it's wrong to say that it is the fault of the MAGA movement that we're here because it was the MAGA Republicans in Congress who held up the debt ceiling negotiation in the first place. This this doesn't happen, right? Like it's not normal for you to, you know, debt ceiling negotiations take place when we need to raise it, but it's not normal for it to go down to the wire to the point it did over the things it did. I mean, remember Republicans were seeking to cut veterans benefits and, and teachers pay and things like that. It's ridiculous. And the Democrats are like, we're not doing that. We're not destroying people's lives. So yeah, I mean, anyway, point is uh the credit rating thing is 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 right. not the fault of you know i've seen people say it's oh it's biden um, it has nothing to, nothing do, to with do with biden's biden economic policies you yes know? and to your and to your first point yeah so this was this was downgraded by fitch and fitch is uh they just quote their exact their exact description here is to describe each nation's ability to meet its debt obligations um but they are not the only ones there's actually three more and this this goes into my two more i think this is this goes into my um whole thing about not being educated enough on this issue so i just i wanted to i wanted to tap on it just 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 tap on it this is unplugged you know harry and i are 20 21 years old we don't have to be educated on every issue it's okay to not it's okay to look at someone and say i don't know the answer to that um but Agreed i just wanted on. to tap I, I just wanted to tap on it just in case you had seen that um maybe you'd seen a story about this maybe it confused you um and so yeah just 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 you can look it up do your research but i think it's pretty clear here that the outside world is is seeing some instability inside so which we're about to talk about with the trump indictment which we're about to talk about what a nice segue my man i gotta shout you out for that that, one, that was slick yeah. give me a <laughs> shot I'm the, they say they say someone asked me in a room that day they said chris how are you so good at transitions? I've never <laughs> seen a transition like that. I say, folks, I, I looked at him. I said, I know I have the best transition. Everyone knows okay. the, the fake news media. I have so many transitions, <laughs> the best transitions. It's the wettest hurricane oh, you'll ever man. seen. So wet, incredibly wet. <laughs> what, what is this guy, like Trump that? or something? Is this guy Trump? Yeah, it's, it, that's anyway, Trump. Listen. The, that's Trump. Let's listen, folks. All right, Go guys. Let's, let's talk here about this. <laughs> this Man, this indictment. This indictment's bad. Um, it's really bad. It's really bad for Trump. So if you don't know, of course you know, but Trump was indicted uh, this week on four, well, I guess it's Monday you're listening to this, so last week technically, but he was indicted on four charges in relation to his uh, attempts to overturn the 2020 election. Those four charges are as follows. Count one, conspiracy to defraud the United States. Count two, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Count three, obstruction of and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding and conspiracy against rights. Now that last, uh, the last charge is a is a uh, civil rights era crime that uh, was, was only used to stop the KKK from preventing black people from voting. But it also can be applied today because, you know, you, you can't enter into a conspiracy to deprive anybody of their right to vote. And that's what Donald Trump's being accused of here. Uh, serious shit. All these charges alone uh, carry a maximum sentence of 55 years in prison. Uh, and that's on top of the already 600 plus years in prison this guy's facing right now. It's Holy insane. shit. Wait, so it's how many? Yeah, Wait, he's so facing many... over 600 years. What? On why all charges. I, why huh? did I actually not add that up correctly? I've been walking around thinking we're at 300 plus. 600 plus? Well, I guess it doesn't make a difference. 300, 600, a million. <laughs> this fucking guy. This fucking guy. Um, yeah, he's facing six. I mean, that is just 
the crazy thing. I mean, oh, my God. and I'll say it's that. Wild. So, how long is this indictment? 49, 45? 45, 45 pages. So, 45 pages. So, listen, if you're listening at home, this is, you know, uh, Harry goes to go. Actually, I won't say what university you go to. Harry goes to a very good university. <laughs> He's very smart. He might go into some form of law. Um, Thank you. And so, he, he loves this type of stuff. Um, me, however, I go to. Kennesaw State University, which is a great university, maybe not considered prestigious. No offense to people. <clears throat> Kennesaw already doesn't like me. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not the best student, although I'm working on that. So for me, this is not like, don't be intimidated. If you are interested in this, go, you can easily find the indictment, read it. It's, it's some, a lot of these indictments, especially some of the last ones he's been indicted on are not very long. They're very precise. They're a little difficult to follow along with, but they'll they'll really help you grasp how intense this is. So I'd suggest you 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 take a read. Absolutely. And look, that's what we're here for. We're gonna try and break this down in you know succinct way and and um, you know talk about the major moment you know major moments. We're not gonna read every single word to you, but we're gonna talk about some um, excuse me. I just keep hiccuping. Pretty significant moments in this indictment. So I'd like to start. On page two. We're starting right at the get-go. So those are Trump's charges. Let's do it. So um, something that's really important for everybody to keep in mind is that a lot of Republicans are saying that the DOJ are criminalizing Donald Trump's First Amendment rights and that all he was doing was challenging the election. Can he not do that anymore? So the DOJ... You know they're playing 4D chess right now, buddy. They're playing. They're, they're playing. You're, you're, <laughs> buddy. The DOJ has you cooked, buddy. You have no, they have no, you cooked. No shot, buddy. If you play Fortnite, dude, you're getting straight 90 right now. They're cranking 90s, dude. Like it's just, it's not even a competition. It's not even a competition because the DOJ on page two wrote that the defendant has a right, like every American, to speak publicly about the election and even to claim falsely that there have been outcome determinative fraud during the election that he had won, um, and that he had won. Um, so they are acknowledging from the get-go that Donald Trump can say whatever he wants about the election. He can claim it was fraudulent, even if he knows it's not. That's First Amendment speech. However, in the next paragraph, they write, shortly after Election Day, the defendant also pursued unlawful means of discounting legitimate votes and subverting the election results. So basically, you can claim that the election was false all you want, but you can't enter a criminal conspiracy to alter the results. Right, exactly. And and like this is, you can tell in the Trump world whether it's part of engaging the base or his actual legal defense, you can tell he's he, he pokes at it to see what'll what'll stick. And this is mm. one of the things that people have at least tried, and I can already see it's dying down because it's just so unreasonable. Like like we've heard from multiple conservative creators on our end who say, you know, well, if he goes to court and he he can prove that he found one fraudulent ballot. What, which we're not re- we're not relitigating the election here. Like this this case has nothing to do with relitigating the 2020 election. But it's like if he or if he really believed it, then you know why, why are we silencing? He said last night in a speech. Why are we silencing free speech on on if the election was stolen? That's not the point. And I love your quote about the bank. It's you know if you go to the bank and you're like, hey, I want to I want to withdraw five thousand dollars. Well, this isn't your quote. This is a famous quote. But um, if if you if I want to withdraw five thousand dollars from the bank and I walk in, I say. I want five thousand dollars. They say, "Sir, your account has zero dollars in it." I'm sorry, and you, you know, look at your phone app, and there's five thousand dollars. You say, "No, there's five thousand, and you guys disagree. You can really believe that you have five thousand dollars. That does not then give you the right to rob the bank. You know, it's it, you, 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 right, exactly. So there's there is legal means to proceed to pursue that the election was stolen, which Donald Trump did. That's why he lost over and over and over and over and over again in court. <laughs> he pursued yeah. those those legal those 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 legal routes, which he's absolutely allowed to do, but he's not allowed to 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 enter in a criminal conspiracy. Exactly. And and that's even the DOJ talked about like the legal routes he took that, you know, he challenged in court, he paid for recounts and things like that. And that you can do that. That's fine. No problem. Uh, is it shitty? When you know you're lost oh, and there's no yeah, evidence, it's, yes, it's, it's shitty. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not yeah, illegal, it's, though. And right, they, exactly. And the DOJ says that. So, you know, already the DOJ is, like, knocking off, you know, 95% of the Trump team's arguments uh, and, and Trump world's arguments. Um, but the three main things, the three main criminal conspiracies they're looking at in connection to this case um, is, one, a conspiracy to defraud the United States by using dishonesty, fraud, and deceit to impair, obstruct, and defeat the lawful federal government function by which the results of the presidential election are collected, counted, and certified by the federal government. So that's not just counting for January 6th. 
that's counting for you know the electors voting in the first place and, and all that kind of stuff. The second is a conspiracy to corruptly obstruct and impede the January 6th congressional proceeding at which the collected results of the presidential election are counted and certified. Now, I want to remind everybody, this is, for the listeners, this is coming directly from the indictment. I'm reading this directly. Uh, and then finally, the third thing is a conspiracy against the right to vote and to have one's vote counted in violation of 18 U.S.C., uh, Section 241. So they're building like this broad conspiracy case against Donald Trump, um, and they lay that out specifically in the indictment. Um but yeah, I mean, like, as you can see, like, in what I just read, none of it is a speech. None of it's speech related. None of it's like, oh, you know, Donald Trump just said the election was fraudulent. He's like, no, he used knowingly false speech to try to convince people to overturn an election that was fair and he knew it was. Anyway, it's a whole thing. Right. Um, bad for Trump. <laughs> That's what oh, it is. I mean, yeah, this guy. What, what, is the, what is the DOJ's conviction rate? Oh, they, I think they have like a 99 percent plus conviction rate in federal just, court just thought i'd throw that out there just thought i'd let the viewers know they, yeah, buddy, just... buddy the doj it's, it's a 1v1 the doj has <laughs> the, the doj has high ground they have a gold scar you have you have no med you have like 30 health no build oh, donald man. trump has no build no med kit they have a gold scar they have like three chug jugs i mean buddy you just quit the game. Oh like, you're God. cooked, buddy. I know. <laughs> and I'm the, sorry. And the, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and the, dude, that was really funny. I can't. I got to compose myself now. Um, and the fact of the matter is, is the DOJ has, like, a lot of evidence. This is not just like, you know, this is not just like, oh, a two-page indictment. Oh, we think he did. No, bro. No, no. Oh, now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's bad. It's, really it's bad. bad. Now, the next big thing in this indictment are co-conspirators. Oh, man. Who, who helped Trump? In all of his crap, um, we have co-conspirator one, co-conspirator two, three, four, five, and six. And I won't read you the descriptions of them because we kind of know who they are by now. And I'm going to read you the suspected ones. Co-conspirator, uh, well, I won't read you them order, but we have Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, John Eastman, Jeffrey Clark, and Kenneth Ch- uh, Chesborough, um, who are all attorneys. So a sad day for the yeah, law. Yeah, I was about to say, bad bad look for, for the law the field yeah. that you're going into not great not great you know uh that's really unfortunate and the last person's unidentified and i don't we don't really know who it is I, yeah okay why do you have do you have a suspicion uh, there's i i this is going to be another issue i'm not educated on but i'm really i'm not educated enough to comment on who the co- the other co-conspirator could be so i, I don't i don't know either, either. Yeah. i have no idea either I think, so i think we've kind of figured it out i i think I don't know. Continue. I'll. I'll, I'll well, it says co-conspirator time. six is a political consultant who helped yeah, implement I was, a plan. I was. I was about to say consultant. Yeah, it's something but, like that. So that's why it's kind of vague. It's like nobody really knows. Oh, so it doesn't even give. Uh... No, it doesn't. So oh. the, so far, the co-conspirators who have been found out have been found out by people like putting pieces together. Yeah, it's not right, the DOJ. Right. So that's why everybody's kind of like. I don't really know co-conspirator sixes. Um, uh, yeah, a political consultant who helped implement a plan to submit fraudulent uh, slates of presidential elect- electors. Yeah, so we don't like. I mean, I think a political consultant in Trump world could be anybody. <laughs> I mean, you know, right? Yeah, it's not very. It's not. It's not very specific. Hmm. I don't know. Ooh, there's a strong clue. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Well, if 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 you find a strong clue, just interrupt me, and we'll and we'll. That's that's useful. So anyway. Uh, the next big thing, um, and we don't have that many of these, like probably like 11 to 12 of these big points. Uh, page five and six talks about the means at achieving this conspiracy. How did Donald Trump go about trying to overturn the election? Well, the DOJ knows. Uh, section A says the defendant and co-conspirators used knowingly false claims of election fraud to get state legislators and election officials to subvert the legitimate re- election results and change electoral votes. So he went directly to the state legislators. That's one. That's one way that Donald Trump tried to achieve this. The second is the defendant and co-conspirators organized fraudulent slates of electors in seven targeted states. Those Bro, being Arizona. I'm so sorry. Actually, no, no, go, go. T- so uh, I'll sorry. say the states. The- I'll say the states, and then you jump in. Okay, go. Those seven states are Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, New Mexico, which he lost by ten points, by the way. Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. Now, yeah, and you. actually, there's someone who witnessed the. Um, there's a witness called in Fannie Willis, or I guess yeah. 
There's You're a famous. way. Was that was that the dude? There's just so many. Like there's so many. There's so many cases, I, dude. I, I can't keep up. I, there's someone who witnessed, like a local reporter who witnessed the oh, fake electors. Yes. At at in in Georgia, and he's been called for uh, to, to to he's been subpoenaed to testify in the grand jury in Fulton County. In fact. This week, I believe they they put up more barricades in Fulton County, which you can check out my TikTok. I'm totally not plugging myself here, but I was at the Fulton County <laughs> Courthouse because I live in the Atlanta area. Um, and yeah, the barricades are up, but I guess there's more. They've closed off roads. So, I mean, it's, it's getting ready. By the way, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. The sixth co-conspirator conspirator would be a Boris F. F. Boris. I Efestein, something like that. Efestein, born in (laughs) Moscow, Russia. Investment banker. Uh, Yeah, yeah, look at your face. So the New York Times wrote something about this. Again, I've done no research on co-conspirator six. I'm just finding this out now. He was born in Moscow, Russia. He's an investment banker, and he was a strategic advisor on the uh, 2020 presidential campaign. He remained a close advisor to Trump in his post-presidency. He was chief political commentator at Sinclair Broadcast Group until December 2019. He was a senior advisor to Trump's 2016 campaign and previously worked for John McCain in 2008. Um, He was then assistant communications director... White, uh, what year was that? Oh, that that was following Trump's election. He was he worked he was in some position at the White House at some point. Resigned in 2017. He was a member of a team of Trump lawyers who sought to prevent the certification of Joe Biden's victory. So it looks like the New York Times put together a piece because there's an example somewhere in there about an email that was sent to Giuliani, and they matched that oh. email to this guy. I just thought it was hilarious that I looked to the right and it said, "Born, he's 40 years old, born in Moscow, Russia." Born in Moscow, Russia. I mean, uh, not surprised. Right, 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 <laughs> yeah, right, not surprised. Right. Okay, buddy. <laughs> okay, buddy. Uh, wow, that's actually great, great investigative uh, journalism by the New York Times. That's awesome. That's yeah. really dope. So anyway, I'm um, so sorry for. No, you're your good. Flow. That Go was ahead. a good addition. I'm, I appreciate that because now that's some, I just learned something. Right. Um, so anyway, we're oh yeah. So the fraudulent electors. That's the second means. Third means is the defendant and co-conspirators attempted to use the power and authority of the Department of Justice to conduct sham election crime investigations and to send a letter to the targeted states that falsely claimed that the DOJ had identified significant concerns that may have impacted the election outcome. So they tried to use the power of the DOJ. There were some uh, meetings that took place with DOJ officials, um, and that's all in the indictment where, you know, for example— uh, Jeffrey Clark met with Donald Trump out of the ranks of the DOJ. You're meant to inform them if you're meeting with the president. He did so without informing them multiple times. Um, and then when Donald Trump threatened to make Jeffrey Clark the attorney general, the acting attorney general, to implement his plan, the uh, senior officials at the DOJ threatened to resign and Trump backed off. So tempting to use – I mean that's just fucking – it's fucking insane, man. Um and then the the, uh, the fourth thing, the defendant and co-conspirators attempted to enlist the vice president to use a ceremonial role at the January 6th certification proceeding to fraudulently alter the election results. You know, that go, kind of goes in part to uh, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, trying to get the vice president to obstruct an official proceeding, right? Um, and then finally, uh, after it became public on the afternoon of January 6th that the vice president would not fraudulently alter the election results, a large and angry crowd, January 6th. Um, including many individuals whom the defendant had deceived into believing the, the VP could and might change the election results, violently attacked the Capitol and halted the proceeding. As violence ensued, the defendant and co-conspirators exploited this disruption by redoubling efforts to levy false claims of election fraud and convince member, members of Congress to further delay the certification based on those claims. So after January 6th and during it, Trump, Giuliani, and others were calling members of Congress and senators to try to get them to delay further even after they just saw the Capitol attacked. Right. Because they're anti-American and probably the biggest traitors in American history since the Civil War. Boom. I Yeah, seriously. Boom. I mean, God. It's crazy. The amount of... I think oh, it's, it's like, so slimy. It's like more you learn. You, you can't think that these people get more treasonous, but they just do. It's so... I mean, the, the, the things we do. learn from this... Like, how are, you, how are you watching these senators, representatives running for their lives... And you're calling them like Giuliani's like, hey, buddy, I'm going to need you to do it again. I'm going to need you to help me out. What? Right, yep. oh, come on, man. Come on, man. Um, nice. Anyway. Little, little Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> come on, come man. on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's a bunch of <laughs> malarkey. Bunch of malarkey. Don't give me that malarkey, bro. Anyway. Um, and then finally, or not finally. What am I talking about? Finally. Um, 
on pages seven and eight, they, you know, uh, as Chris mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of Republicans are saying, well, hey, you know, even if, uh, you know, even if Donald Trump truly believed that the election wasn't stolen, he's fine. Like he just, if he truly believed that he was fair to do that, of course, that's not true. But of course, the DOJ, uh, you know, always likes to prove motive, even if it's not needed. In this case, it's not and with all these charges. But for example, one of the, tri- the the ways they're trying to prove that Donald Trump did know that the election was fair was using all the was talking about all the people and listing all the people who told them that it wasn't stolen. So uh, they have an extensive list. Oh yeah, it- dude! I bet that list is so fat. That's the thing that's like <laughs> not. It makes me so mad that that's never talked about in in right wing circles ever. That like over and over and over and over again, he got so much evidence that he was fucking full of shit. And he just... Everybody was telling him. So the question, just, the real question is that I always ask myself is, is he such a, is he such a narcissist that he actually believes it was stolen or does he not believe it was stolen and just continues to do this because he's trying to play his base? It's very confusing uh, to me. It's, it's an interesting question. I honestly err on the side of he knew it wasn't stolen. And I'll, t- I'll talk about why. Okay, go ahead. But what do you think, though? I don't know. It's tough. Like, every day I witness more and more, and especially, and I don't know if we were planning to go into this, but, you know, obviously in the last 72 hours, he's essentially, um, you know, Jack Smith got a protective order because he's, you know, threatening. He posted on True Social and said, if they come after me, I'll come after them. And then he directly went after Mike Pence. And I don't know where that's going to end up or what the court's going to do. But, you know, there's a quote from when he was in the courtroom when they're like telling him, you know, you do understand they're triple confirming to him. Like you do understand that, you know, if you intimidate a witness or you do X, Y and Z, you know, bad things are going to happen. He could, you know, hypothetically, you could be thrown in jail, but he's Trump. So but regardless, it's just like I see more and more narcissistic personalities from this guy every day. Like he's such a a narcissist. And I'm like, fuck, maybe it's like. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't I, I don't want to be like, I, I really don't know. What do you think? It's tough. I mean, I I kind of bounce back and forth before the indictment. But now that the indictment's here and there's like specific things in the indictment um, signaling that he knew, um, I, th- I actually think he did know that the election was not stolen. Yeah, I mean, he's probably not like he's probably not so narcissistic that he could get overwhelming evidence that the election wasn't stolen and still be like, oh, they're lying to me because, you know. <laughs> He's not that crazy. <laughs> He's not that crazy, right? So you don't fuck with your head. You don't mess with your head, bro. You're messing with my head. head. Cause you'll, you, uh. you always come back to this. You come back to, okay, well, he was the president for four years, right? He's not crazy enough to, like, actually believe it was stolen with all the evidence he had that it wasn't stolen. Like, But then you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say these words. Donald Trump's not that crazy. Do you know how silly you sound if you look you at know? someone and say Donald Trump's not that crazy? Motherfucker is batshit. He's <laughs> got the biggest narcissist I've ever seen. That's why it fucks with my head. But yeah. regardless, it doesn't matter what he believed. It doesn't matter. Well, that too. It does. It really doesn't matter. It really doesn't. And you know they don't have to prove that. But anyway, the DOJ, and I'll talk about two reasons as to why I think Trump does um, does think that uh, it wasn't stolen, or you know, it didn't believe his own crap. But the people that told Trump the election wasn't stolen, as listed in the indictment, was Vice President Pence senior leader officials at the Department of Justice, the Director of National Intelligence, the Department of Homeland Security, excuse me, Department of Homeland Security's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, who Donald Trump created, his own agency, uh, senior White House attorneys, senior staffers on the defendant 2020 uh, re-election campaign, state legislators and officials, many of whom wanted Donald Trump to win and voted for him. And of course, state and federal courts. Now, why, and so those are the, and that's kind of- So basically everybody. So basically, Literally everybody, everybody told him, yo. Yeah. Not, yeah. And we even have, you know, there's testimony from the January uh, 6th committee, which they didn't include in the indictment. I'm sure there's a reason for that. But um, from like Ivanka and others who were. Oh, yeah. And, you know? and Don, Don Jr. Yeah. They're all like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. They're all like, it's not stolen. You not, you idiot. Um, anyway. So then. Uh, so anyway. And I'll, the final point on, you know, whether Trump believed it or not, I'll leave it here is um, on the night of January 3rd, Donald Trump had a meeting with the Joint Chiefs of Staff on a foreign uh, national security issue. 
And, um, you know, they're talking about this, but, and then the indictment says, when the chairman and another advisor recommend that the defendant take no action because Inauguration Day was only 17 days away and, if, and any, course could, uh, any course of action could trigger something unhelpful, the defendant calmly agreed, stating, yeah, you're right. It's too late for us. We're going to give that to the next guy. Damn. 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 I actually hadn't heard that before. <laughs> Isn't that a big, I mean, God, I mean, bro. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Fair. I mean, to everyone, you know, listening, like it, it, it's really just like a more. It has no weight at all. It's more of just like a fascinating conversation to me. Like, I'd like this guy to sit in front of a, a room of psychiatrists and just speak, because I just don't know what's going on in this guy's head. It's it's so it'll it, it'll mess with your head. So yeah, I, you you probably believe that. I mean, he he just lies all the time, but like. You know those just extremes where where the, the people narcissists they're lying all the time, but they believe their own lies. I mean, I just oh my, I don't know. It doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't matter. Just fascinating to me. Oh, this guy, this guy is such a, a piece of shit, dude. Um, God, I mean, everybody around him as well. They're all numb nuts, bro. They're all numb nuts. Yeah, they're um, they're they're horrible. They're horrible. So, um, so those are the major points. Um, now we're gonna talk about some significant kind of like eye popping things, but now those are kind of like. The legal issues that Trump is facing, why they, uh, you know, the people that told him, the co-conspirators, all that good stuff. But um, one of the things I wanted to talk about specifically uh, is the fact that, you know, the fake elector plot. You know, people uh, before the indictment were like, how do you know Donald Trump is uh, connected to the fake elector plot? Um, Well, he uh, was directly involved. Um, He was specifically uh, part of that in his campaign and his co-conspirators, which, by the way, the actions of your co-conspirators and what they say can be used against you in conspiracy. I learned that today. I learned that today. They can be used against you. So what your co-conspirators did as well. Um, but specifically, the way we know Trump was involved, among other things, but I thought this was significant, is that the RNC chairwoman wrote to Trump asking about the um, the uh, fake elector scheme, which she was being asked to help implement. And Donald Trump, according to the indictment, uh, quote, responded approvingly. So Donald Trump was knowledgeable of it, and he was approving it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the guy knew. I changed my mind. <laughs> well, really, it's not, it's not a change your mind thing. It's like, I, I really just, like, think about it all the time because I'm like, how insane is this guy? But, I mean, yeah, he, he knew. He knows. <laughs> I mean, he knows. He knows he, he lies knows. all the time, which makes him a million times worse. Yeah, I mean— He's directly involved. I mean, in like none of this is like happening under Donald Trump's nose, right? Like he's oh, directly yeah, involved in yeah. all of this. Um, and then I, fi- I have two things. I have finally two things in this indictment, and we can kind of talk about everything after a little bit. But um, the last thing it occurs on page thirty, and it really is one of the most disgusting things I've heard. So I believe co-conspirator is Jeffrey Clark, the guy who was you know going to be acting attorney general. Uh, the indictment reads on page 30, the deputy White House counsel reiterated to co-conspirator four that there had not been outcome determinative fraud in the election and that if the defendant remained in office, nonetheless, that there would be, quote, riots in every major city in the United States. Co-conspirator four responded by saying, well, that's why there's an insurrection act. Wow. God, wow. dude. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That means he. That means you know Jeffrey Clark was saying, "Hey, let's deploy the military to every." Oh my God, I mean, bro! Think about that. Like what? Like what? Like what is that, bro? What is that? They want. They want. I mean, God dude, damn it, dude! Just, like we can say this over and over again, but like, and I know someone in our comments was like, "I'm getting orange overload," which, listen, I get it, but also, a this is unprecedented, and b this guy might be the might be the Republican nominee. This is, this is the guy we're going to be making sure doesn't get in the White House. So it's important to talk about these things. Um, and, but I, I also have a little bit of orange overload. But, I mean, what more to say than, like, this guy. I mean, this guy. This I said it last episode. I'll say it every episode. I'll say it 100,000 times before the 2024 election. This guy and this, this, this movement has been one of the worst goddamn things to happen to America in a long, long, long time. And it's, it's so, so it's just I, again I said it all last episode it's just so numbing like you say something it's so like, dangerous dude you say something like that and I'm like yeah I mean um, it's just yeah. so unfortunate that America's not more on the same page man I know I know it's really it's really really like this kind of went over a lot of people's heads you know the fact that we have we had a president and people working with him who wanted to deploy the military into our streets to to put down riots 
and protest because the guy stole the White House. You know what I mean? That Donald Trump would have been illegally in the White House. And, oh, my God. I mean, look, and again, like, I, I think everybody has a little bit of orange overload. I think everybody is kind of sick about hearing about this. But, yeah, it's just so important to keep keep on this stuff and, and not, like— not forget about the insanity right. that was the Trump presidency. Exactly, and that's like you. I think you run, and again, like this goes to Harry point, Harry's point about at the beginning, where we appreciate you listening and doing your part, whether you're just listening or whether you're speaking about it or whatever. You're you're doing your part, um, but it's really important to not, you know. And this is I tell Harry this in private all the time. Um, I respect Harry a lot for what he does because, like, on my social media, I. I, I take a little bit I Harry and I are very different on social media which which works well as like as if we're like working together because we have, we're very different perspectives but I mean Harry hits on this stuff he's like 10 15 TikToks a day about all this news and how insane it is um, and it's really important to not let not get to a point where people aren't even if it's 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 been years on end of just screaming this is insane because the second you you stop acknowledging it's insane and you just which which we're already doing right trump says something on stage uh you know he's been rallying lately he says something so insane and if if joe biden said anything that donald trump said in the last 72 hours if 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 you know any democrats said any of that we'd have everyone would freak the hell out but because it's donald trump no one really notices it's posted about a few times and we shrug it off and that is dangerous to let the insanity become normal is dangerous so it's it's good sometimes to just orange overload. It's good for the country, is what it is, and that's why I respect the hell out what, if, what respect the hell out of what Harry does because, dude, I'm telling you, like some of these stories that Harry posts about, and he's on top of it all day. I look at <laughs> I look at some of these stories like Marjorie Taylor Greene being like, "There's Jewish space lasers," and I look at my phone and I'm just like, and I put it down, and it finally hit me like recently. It hits me all the time when I see Harry yelling about it. I'm like, dude, why why am I numb to this? Like, I gotta. What am I like? And, and I get it because you look at something insane like that or you hear something like you just said and you're just like, because well, it, it just happened because like, it's dangerous. It, it's, though. it's dangerous. It is dangerous. You it keep is, me and on my like, toes. You keep me on my toes. Well, yeah, first of all, I appreciate all that. I really do. I mean, that's very kind of you to say as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I have the fundamental belief that it is really important to talk about these things, even though it's annoying and it's frustrating and it's happening every day of our lives and nobody wants to hear about it anymore. Nobody wants Donald Trump to be in politics except the MAGA cult, right? We all just, we. I wish we could go back to the days of Obama, Romney, Obama, McCain, where those candidates are respectful to each other. They, they disagree. They run hard-fought campaigns, but it's no longer like, yeah, you know, the president of the United States was trying to like deploy the military against his own citizens. Oh, well, I mean, who cares? You know, yeah. I don't. Yeah, anyway, right. So exactly. Exactly. It's important. To, it's important to keep in my view, and I, I appreciate you saying that stuff. Um, but the final thing, um, and of course, I would highly, highly recommend that everybody go read the indictment because you know this is kind of just like a little sneak peek. There's so much in here that will really make your um, your your uh, brain explode uh, from reading this. But one of the, a big quote that that popped out to me was that on January 1st, Donald Trump called Mike Pence again, asking him to reject the votes and, you know, put it in Trump's favor and all that crap, right? And when Pence again denied, saying, I don't have the authority to do that. I'm not doing it. I'm not. It's wrong. Uh, Trump responded by saying, quote, you're too honest. You're too honest. That's what he said to Mike Pence. And I thought that was really, I'm going to say it, really fucking disgusting. Wow. Wow. What a fucking horrible guy. What a horrible guy. Why so that's all I, I have on the indictment why did, today. Why did I ever come up with this suggestion that he, like, didn't know? Or he did, he does know, but, like, he believes his own lie. I don't know. Was that unreasonable to suggest? No, no, because, well, he's, he just says it every five seconds. So it's like, it's just you know, I, I don't blame you. Yeah, but, no, I think you're right, I think. Which just, wow, you're too honest. That's powerful. That's powerful. You're too honest. I mean, I mean... What we have, I can't even. I can't even formulate the thoughts just, of that because he defines, it's like he defines everything that is anti-American, anti-American yeah. ideals. Donald Trump, like knowingly, no, like knowingly lying to the American people. He was lying to his base about the election being fraudulent. He was raising money on these lies, scamming his people out of out of their hard-earned money, um, and he was trying to destroy our democracy with the lies that he knew were lies. Oh my God, it's so frustrating, and I get I get heated every time I talk about this stuff, dude. Yeah, yeah, wow. 
So well, that's that on the indictment. Well, Any okay. thoughts? Any comments, man? No, I, I actually I think that was some good banter in there. I think you've done a fantastic job summarizing it. Um, thank you for thank doing you. that and and taking the time to read it and highlight it and figure it out for this episode. Appreciate it a lot. Of course. Um, but yeah, you can only hammer so many times that this guy is so anti-American. It's it's unbelievable. I would definitely suggest everyone read the indictment because I mean, at this point, like I'm going DOJ. Like they're okay, so circles closing, right? They have high ground. That's like gold. <laughs> gold they have like a gold scar, a gold pump. They definitely have like hella med. They have they, but it's not med kits, bro. They have two. They have two sets of two slurp juices. That that leaves one more slot, which means like I don't know. What do you like really want in that slot? Because I know I beat you like every time we play. So like, what? okay, buddy, yeah, this guy gets <laughs> right. destroyed in Fortnite every single time. Right. So like, every what, single time. So why do we play that game? Because it's like, fun. I don't care what anybody says, dude. I'm so like that game, man. I'm like, I'm like you way more. It? I'm like, what I do. It's just like feel. Uh, I don't know. I really like COD, but I'm just like a COD freak. Yeah, sorry. By the way, we're talking about video games right now. So yeah, if you didn't, <laughs> for the I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. I make no, a video game. Right that's now. a good segue. I like dude, that. Dude, that's gonna get so cooked on Twitter. Like this little fucking four year old is referencing. <laughs> <laughs> The DOJ indictment, he's he's co- correlating it to Fortnite. Well, listen, listen, you Twitter MAGA freaks, it's true. The problem is, tell me it's not oh, true. The, DO, the DOJ has this guy cooked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, the DOJ has him cooked. Anyways, anyway, do you, have, do, you have any, do you have any thoughts on the indictment? Uh... No, um, Trump is fucked. His lawyers are already making terrible arguments, and oh, maybe we'll yeah, talk about yeah. that in next week's episode. And, and I think next week needs to be, well, I don't know. We, we, we should probably throw in some other stories just to uh, anti-orange yeah. a little bit. But there's some interesting stuff about how much he's spending on legal fees right now. His lawyers are making terrible arguments when this trial will happen um, and all that interesting stuff, which I think we can get into probably at a later date. Yeah, well, um, yeah, and I, you know, barring a another trump indictment in georgia this week we yeah, don't plan on true. talking next yeah. next week could be another oh my. i mean it, it really could be three weeks it's in a row of talking it's, about donald it's, trump it's, it's it's tough it's tough well listen it's tough. we we really appreciate you guys sticking with us we do um we didn't get any emails uh last week i don't think um so yeah just remember i'm so sorry just remember you can uh, Dude can't I'm even so get sorry. a sentence out. I know. He's you so email- happy about everybody. Yeah, yeah right. you can email us anytime at questions at cmhsunplug.com. You can email us questions or if you want to be on the podcast or anything. Um, and yeah, we really appreciate you guys listening to episode six, sticking with us. Next week, I'm really excited for episode seven, guys. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. We're going to have webcams. It's going to be so much better. I really want to make episode seven a good one. Um, and yeah, I think... That's about it. You can check us out on Twitter and TikTok and Threads. Uh, we are there. The links will be in the description. Um, and I think think that about wraps it up. I think so. All right. Well, listen, guys. We appreciate you a lot. Um, be here next week, Monday, 1 p.m., every single platform, YouTube. Uh, remember, if you're listening on YouTube, well, you got us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Podcasts, everywhere. Everywhere you get your podcasts. So if you don't want to listen to us on YouTube, I mean, look at me right now. Dude, I look rough. For the record, it was it was eight hours in the car. And then it was just, I'm, I'm yeah, I look rough. Okay, but they say, how do you look? Never mind, I'm not going to do the trouble. <laughs> anyway, you can find us on every platform. We appreciate you. We will see you next week. Goodbye.